something extra from the wrestling podcast about nothing with Mike Crockett and the Kingpin, Brian Malonis. It's Thursday, and that means it's something extra bonus audio, the companion audio for episode 28 of the wrestling podcast about nothing. And Brian Malonis, they voted on Twitter at the WPAN, and the winning topic was our favorite attitude era angle. Now, what's the first thing that popped into your head when you heard this? <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I better go back and search on uh, on YouTube, see if I can find something. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing just popped to your head? No, no, something actually did. Something did. It was the first thing I thought of, and probably because uh, um, yeah, I was not a Stone Cold Steve Austin guy. Uh, I was very much a rock guy. And what came to mind was the, the booking and leading up to and then during the Deadly Games tournament. You know, kind of the... Uh, you had the, you know, the making it look like Mick Foley was was in the back pocket of the McMahon family, and ultimately the Rock's heel turn at the end. And they had done a really good job of. I mean, you kind of knew that they weren't really going to be behind Mick Foley. You know, I, I didn't necessarily think the Rock was going to end up, up turning heel there because they did a really good job building up to that pay per view of the things they were they were doing uh, to kind of torture the Rock and make the road more difficult for the Rock. But I, I loved it. I thought it was I thought it was great booking. It was uh, at least for me unexpected, and being a I was a huge rock fan anyways. So I I and I still loved him after that. He's uh, he's always been my champion, Michael. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Rock, this is your life. That segment that was on Raw that ended up doing like the biggest rating, blah blah blah. I think that has kind of been romanticized after the fact. I think at the time. I was like, this thing is going on for friggin' ever. How did you feel about that at the time? Um, I mean, I, I remember being entertained by it. I mean, I don't, I don't specifically remember watching it live, uh, if I'm being perfectly honest. So I don't know if my memories are more from seeing it after the fact, or I remember the, uh, why don't you uh, poontang your ass on, <laughs> on <laughs> here? Yeah. But I mean, again, I, I was, um, I think, a little younger than you, obviously, and and just uber, uber, uber into everything that WWE was doing so I, I have no doubt especially against the rock i have no doubt that i probably just loved it blindly I'm, sh- I'm sure um there's so many things that when i was thinking about this that uh kind of popped to mind a lot of them i guess i was more of a stone cold guy than a rock guy brian a lot of them were stone cold what? moments <laughs> i said a lot of them were stone cold moments what uh, <laughs> so like uh when stone cold I remember he poured the concrete into um, Vince McMahon's Corvette, was it? I forget what, I think it was a Corvette. Yes, yes, from his Corvette collection. Yes, and how about the beer bath where he uh, drove the beer truck down to the ring and for some reason there was a hose sticking off the beer truck. I don't know why you would drive around a beer truck that had a hose <laughs> where you could... <laughs> where you could just squirt beer on people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess you know suspend disbelief there it was a great uh moment you know like uh shane and vince kind of uh swimming on on the mat as they're getting drenched with the uh coors light or whatever it was the steve weiser now he he talked about this on this week's podcast oh, and he did? claims it yeah he claimed it was real beer really he said yeah the first like i forget how much of it he said but like the first like two-thirds of it was beer and then like the end of it was water huh so, yeah, a lot of those came up, and even, like, outside of Stone Cold, like, uh, you know, DX going to WCW. WWF had a show that was in close proximity to the WCW show that night, or so. They were at the Raw. Norfolk Scope, right? The yeah. WCW. <laughs> so the guys from Raw, 
went to where Nitro was being hosted and tried to get in. And I think they're probably going to talk about that eventually on uh, Bruce Pritchard's podcast. And um, it was a very like uh, innovative thing at the time that they're just going straight for WCW. I guess when you're losing the battle, you you do whatever you can to uh, you know make them look bad. But uh, they they certainly accomplished that on that night. But that's not the biggest thing that came to mind for me. I think the biggest thing, uh, which a lot of people point to as the actual turning point in the Monday Night Wars where WWF kind of shot past WCW, that was the angle that Stone Cold did with Mike Tyson in the ring on Raw. I bought hook, line, and sinker uh, into that. Just thought it was completely completely shoot i thought it was real <laughs> what a mock <laughs> even even when vince was like you ruined it you ruined it even then you still bought it <laughs> oh yeah yeah i was hook line and sinker man uh yeah that was like like i said that was uh what a lot of people say is that i mean from there that whole thing with uh mike tyson's involvement leading into wrestlemania was at 14 in boston that whole thing where Stone Cold eventually won his first WWF championship, that night is kind of etched in my memory and etched in a lot of people's memories. And like I said, it was something that really WCW couldn't even touch. Wrestling was covered on SportsCenter the next day because of it. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, people forget how big Mike Tyson was even then. I mean, he was out of boxing by that time, but... The baddest man on the planet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and so that moment where, you know, Stone Cold said, uh, you know, Mike, they were interviewing Mike Tyson. Vince was in the ring, and Stone Cold interrupted and then said, uh, you know, hey, Mike... Here's to you and flipped him the double bird and uh, Mike Tyson pushed him and Mike Tyson had a 18 person entourage in the ring and then there was Slaughter and Patterson and Briscoe so it was a big melee in the ring and of course as I mentioned Vince McMahon did the you ruined it you ruined it I like the uh, the kind of like Easter egg now of that where uh, there was money that fell in the ring and you see Tyson's guys all like picking up the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I don't know where that came out on a DVD or what, where they yeah. talked about that for the first time. But yeah, that is a, a really funny part about it. But uh, yeah, that was what I what I came up with for my best Attitude Era angle. And we want to hear what you guys want us to talk about next week on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. So make sure you follow us on Twitter at the WPAN. And usually by Thursday night, there's a poll up there. We give you four topics. You pick what you want to hear us talk about on Something Extra, and we will talk about it the following Thursday. So thanks very much for listening to Something Extra this week. We'll see you on Monday for the next full episode of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. For more Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, search for us wherever you get your podcasts or find all the episodes at BDARadio.com.